You're listening to the I Rather Be in Paris podcast with your host, Juan Ulloa. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the I Rather Be in Paris podcast. Before I begin uh, the second episode, I just want to thank everyone for listening to episode one, which dropped two weeks ago. The response was more than I could ever expect. And um, I want to particularly thank, first of all, everybody that listened and everyone that provided feedback. Uh, it was it was uh, very humbling to see um, a nascent idea in my head kind of made real and actually being uh, received and enjoyed by folks. So um, I hope that this is the start of something really, really good. Before we go into um, anything else, today's episode is learning about France, the research process. So this is going to be very personal to me because this is discussing three sources that I still use to this day to keep on top of what's going on in, in Paris and in France. And, and I, I hope makes me a well-informed individual. But <clears throat> the a little context, if I may. So after my first trip to Paris in the summer of 2017, uh, I came home with a desire to learn more before my next visit. I knew that Paris was a place that I could find myself living in. And while the tra major travel publications were helpful, uh, I wanted to find sources that went beyond the talk of the major sites. I wanted to find resources that really could keep me abreast of what's taking place in the here and now in Paris. So uh, one of the first people I came across was a gentleman by the name of Oliver G, host of the Earful Tower podcast. Now, Oliver is an Australian expat, uh, and the podcast is going in, into its, its fifth season. Oliver is a journalist by profession and, and an incredibly engaging, funny person. Um, I really enjoy him. Uh, he, but where I think he really excels is in his ability to get a diverse lineup of guests on his show. Um, from some pretty notable individuals, for example, Australian ambassador to France, Brendan Byrne, to chef and author, David Leibovitz. But Oliver does an incredible job of just highlighting and showcasing uh, today's up-and-coming small business owners, the young guard transforming Paris's outer arrondissements into some of the hottest areas of the city. So think the 10th, the 11th, the 12th arrondissement. Um, the Eiffel Tower is, is like I said, in, in its fifth season now, but what I really enjoy is when I look back uh, on previous seasons. Every season seems to have something of a theme. And, um, you know, for example, the, the season that just concluded, season four, saw um, Oliver and his uh, lovely wife, Lena, uh, on board a red scooter um, on a 4,000-kilometer, uh, two-month honeymoon tour of France. So um, that, that made for some funny stories. But in, in particular, it was good because Oliver was ingenious in that, taking the show outside of Paris – for a whole season, showcasing what's beyond uh, Paris itself, the smaller cities, 
the smaller towns and hamlets. Um, it, it's a very diverse and and different place from you know the streets of Paris, uh, as well as should be. But it also made me realize that you know, for someone like myself, and and the point of this podcast is, you know, as I like to say, we're a podcast for the expire, aspiring expat. Um, I hope to live an expat life in Paris or in France. Um, if I'm to do that properly, um, I think it's vital not only for me to learn about the city that I want to be in, but learn to a greater extent about the country and what lies beyond uh, the borders of the city and the town that I want to be in. Uh, for me, it's kind of having a fuller context of, of where, uh, of the place that I want to be, if that makes any sense. Um, Oliver's done a great job now of expanding the concept of the Earful Tower. So you'll beyond just a podcast itself, there's a book club that's, that's, uh, underway. There's also, um, a regular series of what he calls walk shows. So imagine a talk show on foot with a video camera, um, and, and, and you'll get the idea that makes for, for a lot of fun and, you know, kind of guerrilla style interviewing sometimes, um, when you have to contend with the weather <laughs> and, and the like. Um, but the great thing about, like I said, about Oliver was just the diversity of guests that he's able to bring on. And one of those guests, uh, regular guests became a, a great resource in their own right. Season two of the Earful Tower saw regular visits by uh, a tour guide named Corey Fry. Um, the segments were playfully titled Corey's Stories. So Corey is an American expat um, and heads up uh, the tour guide company, a French fry in Paris. So uh, Corey would come in kind of on the back end of a season two episode and kind of bring a nice historical context to um, whatever particular region or, or arrondissement or area of the, of the city that Oliver might have been discussing. Um, Corey um, is, is an incredible um, resource in the sense that he trained in art at university and is a lover of history. He also... Um, hosts a half-hour walking tour of Paris every Saturday. So imagine he is walking the streets of Paris, camera and video camera in tow, live, and he's just describing points of significance. But what I really enjoy about uh, watching Corey every week is that even though he's been a a, a resident. Uh, and tour guide for many years. I believe he's, he's been living in Paris for close to eight years now, if not more. Um, there's still a deep sense of wonder that, you know, frankly, is, is more typical to the first-time visitor to Paris. Uh, and even though Corey might visit a location more than once, his deep knowledge of the subject makes each location new again because he's, he doesn't he doesn't repeat the same fact twice, if that makes any any sense. He's always uh, he'll go back to a particular location with a little bit more uh, another nugget of, of knowledge to to bring to you. What does that do? 
uh, for us. Uh, I find that, you know, when I came back to um, Paris this, this past summer, I was able to walk the streets of Paris and see her with more practiced eyes, thanks to Corey's considerable effort. Um, thanks to the videos, Corey has built an incredibly large uh, online community, uh, the self-proclaimed Fritz. Um, and they're quite active online and off. Um, the, the great thing about being connected to that community is that there's a lot of advice and recommendations go, f flowing freely between members uh, of his Facebook groups. And um, they also host what's called free meets. So imagine if you're in Paris about once a week, um, typically on a Wednesday, um, fans of Corey uh, and obviously of Paris will get together and meet at a particular time in a particular location, typically a cafe, to uh, just commiserate and get to know each other in person. Uh, and it's kind of dovetailed because you'll see folks doing the same thing back home in the United States and in other parts of the world. Uh, so I, I think that it's it's a great way to foster and continue that love of Paris uh, in your own community. Um, like um, Oliver, Corey has has started um, a France themed book club. Um, but what I really enjoy about Corey is that you know the concept of the free meets and the book club are completely um, member driven. This is something that. Um, Corey's online community has taken upon themselves to kind of um, coordinate, which um, is a lot of fun. And I, I, the interaction that I find in this particular group online versus other France and Paris themes groups that I'm a part of is, is very distinct and very unique. Um, so the third resource that um, we're going to be discussing is actually an online newspaper called The Local. Uh, the local provides news in English in, in nine countries, including France. And uh, coincidentally, uh, Oliver wrote for the site, and Corey has appeared uh, several times as a guest columnist. The site is subscription-based, but uh, select articles are available for free online. Um, but as somebody that's considering a move to another country uh, versus visiting on vacation, uh, Keeping on top of the news, I, for me, is important. Um, and, and the local and other European-based news sites delve into subjects that, you know, frankly, American news outlets don't do, don't regularly cover. So um, upon arriving in France, I always feel a bit more comfortable thanks to my knowledge of the local news. And, you know, as a benefit, it helps me engage with, um, Parisians that I interact with during my stay. Um, now, the links to uh, all three sources are going to be in the show notes and also in um, a, in the post uh, or on this episode on our website. Thank you for joining us for today's episode, brought to you in part thanks to the generous contributions of our Patreon supporters. Before the next episode drops in two weeks, don't forget to visit us online at I'dRatherBeInParis.com, on Facebook, 
Instagram, and Twitter. There's unique content being posted on all those platforms. On behalf of everyone here, thank you for listening, and we'll see you in two weeks. Bye-bye.